0: The Thrive Podcast, led by faith to elevate His name, encourage the body of Christ, enrich our families, and serve our brothers and sisters through hard work and with integrity, bringing glory to God. This is how we
1: thrive. And now, your host, Casey Majorca. All right. Hey, welcome back to The Thrive Podcast. Hey, I know it's been a very long time and I want to apologize ahead of time. You know, uh, life's getting busy. I've said this before. We've had issues uh with keeping things going, but you know what? Something big happened this year and it, it made it a little more difficult for me, but that's okay. I'm putting that all aside right now. Right now, I'm going to be focusing on what God has called me to do. God has called me to do this podcast. He's called me to do these things and who am I to say no? He's got a plan, so I'm going to let him do it. That he's He's got his plan. I can't figure it out. He's called me. And so here I am. It's that simple, everybody. Uh, you know, I've, I've, I've said it multiple times, but you know what? Not to quote Toby Mac straight out, but you know, you get knocked down, you get back up again, right? It's real simple. No, it's not. It's not that simple. Life happens. Life gets in the way. Things happen. And you know what? It's just, these are the things that we got to deal with. So here we are. We're getting started again. And I'm actually really excited about this because God has just given me a whole new breath of life into what I'm doing. And I wish I could just explain what's been going on. That would take a whole podcast. And, you know, we may actually do that one. But for now, I'll give you the short version. Uh, You know, I've been on. Kind of leave from work. We've been, uh, I've been watching the kids. You know, childcare is getting expensive. What started that out as a, I need to take a step back from work to watch the kids because I can't afford to send both kids to childcare is blossoming into God telling me, Hey, I did that for a reason. You know, all these things happen for a reason. You lost your child, your, your daycare for a reason. Everything comes back to his plan. And so here I am trying to walk it out. It's not easy doing the things that God asks you to do. Sometimes it's not going to be easy and that's all right. You know, just be obedient, right? And one of the, the hard lessons I've had to learn is that delayed obedience is disobedience. And I just can't sit in that anymore. I can't sit here and kind of do this. So here we are. We are going to start doing these weekly. I've already got a board full of shows planned out. Four of them are already recorded and uh, getting ready to, to put out. So we're going to have a weekly podcast released. Shortly, we're going to be starting some daily devotionals. Me sitting here giving you a little something to talk about. Something a little bit to think about. Something to meditate on that is God's word to keep you going during the day. These are all the things that I've been called to do. And that's what's exciting about it. Uh, not necessarily, I mean, you know, I love doing this stuff and it, and it's fun but that's not where that energy's coming from that's not where the excitement about this is all coming from and i've got the devil knocking on my door daily trying to stop me he's putting this here and he's putting that here and i just have to sit there and go no not today some days i just sit there and i and i just i play with the kids i'm on facebook you know i get the chores done and then i go you know i'm just too tired i don't want to go out in the studio today boom what am i doing I got to snap out of it. We got to snap out of those times, take those moments, put them to God's word. And we need to say, no, I'm taking every thought captive. That's what Jesus tells us to do. We need to absolutely take every thought in our mind captive. And we need to do the will of God. And that's what we're doing. We're doing it starting today. So with that, the episode we've got today, uh, Pastor John Butcher, Pastor Matt Crotunas came in the studio uh, a while ago, actually, uh, you know, months and months ago, and we recorded this right before the last men's advance, and it's just been sitting on the shelf. And it's one of those things, and and you all know this. You know how it goes. Oh, you know what? I got. I'm gonna do this today. I'll just do that tomorrow. I'll just do it tomorrow. I'll just do it tomorrow. And tomorrow is five, six months later, right? Isn't that how it works out? So you know what? We're all human. It is what it is. But what I've got for you is a great, great episode that has to do with kingdom-mindedness, something that we all should have as a Christian. We should all be helping each other no matter what it is. You know, uh, and we'll talk about this in the episode, but really, if I know something or I learned something and I had to pay $50, $100 to get it, you know what? Why would I keep that from a brother that's struggling? Great example. Me and Jen... We do financial peace university. We talk about finances. I do one-on-one coaching that cost money. Okay. And a lot of it was out of our pocket, but am I going to keep all that inside so that I can win while I see brothers and sisters out there struggling? No, that's kingdom mindedness. That's saying, God, you gave that information. You gave me the ability to get it. And I'm going to get that information out there to other people. That's what this is all about too. So as you can see, I'm excited about the topic. I'm really looking forward to you hearing about this. So without any more pomp circumstance, further ado, whatever you want to call it, how about we get going here and listen to a great episode with two of my favorite people, Pastor John Butcher, Pastor Matt Crachunas. All right, everybody, welcome back to The Thrive Podcast. In the studio today, we have the wonderful, the magnificent, the man, Pastor John Butcher from The Building Christian Fellowship in Fairfield, California. Welcome hey. to the show. Hey, thanks, man. Happy to be here. All right. Yeah. And also, senior pastor, Faith and Victory Church, returning guest, Pastor Matt Krachunas in the corner. All right. In the right corner. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. In the red shirt. No, hopefully we won't get that bad, right? Okay. Well, maybe. Some of you guys might want to see that fight. <laughs> Ooh, no. We don't work that way. Well, I wanted to welcome you all the way from California. I know you came out just for this show, and I really appreciate you making that trip just no. Just kidding. Guys. <laughs> yeah,
2: the, the flight was great. Thanks for the first class tickets. It was it was really great, man. <laughs> that, we That's Thank the only so
1: way much. we fly you guys out here. Hey, hey. <laughs> no, we got uh, Pastor Butcher's out for the men's advance. It's happening tonight. Yep. And so we're going to we're really looking forward to that. And then don't miss Sunday. Of course, you'll be hearing this after the fact, but go back on uh, faithandvictorychurch.com and you can find the sermon that's coming up this Sunday. We're not going to give you any more information than that. Except odds are this sermon's going to be so hot no one can sit in the front two rows. So we're looking forward to that. Fire. <laughs> Woo. All right. Well, uh, again, welcome, and one of the things we always ask people, uh, you know, so you're senior pastor. How did you get from your simple life before Christ to senior pastor?
2: Wow, man. Um, hopefully this show is at least seven hours long because it's going <laughs> to take a while. To... No, honestly, uh, you can just do it on the Internet. You know, if you just put your name in and pay about $25, you can become an ordained pastor. <laughs> <laughs>
0: of the eternal life. <laughs> right,
2: right. Yeah. No, man. I mean, to try to make a long story short, it wasn't, a, a a short road at all. Uh, personally for me, um, I gave my life to Christ back in 2001. Um, right after, well, right before nine 11, it hit. Um, and when I did, I just gave my life completely over to God. I, it was no easing in. I completely just dove into everything and, uh, Time as time went, serving at my local church, moved back to California once I got out the military. Met my beautiful wife, Kaya, a butcher. Oh my gosh, I'm thinking about it right now. This
0: is okay, a okay. This is a family. family show, family,
2: family show. show. Okay, yeah, she's it, it's family, it's definitely family. Um, but no, man, um, we served at our local church in, in Fairfield, and um, at one point in time, it was just time for us to go. And as we did, we were looking for another church to go to. And my wife and I basically started having Bible studies. We were never planned. We had never planned to be pastors. It was just I was always looking for somebody to serve. Right. Um, I, I thought I was good at it. I was real good at serving pastors. I was real good at serving. I knew what my pastor wanted before he wanted it. I knew how to make sure I took care of everything that he didn't have to deal with. And that was just my main focus on doing that. But what ended up happening was, man, we started a Bible study in our house. The Bible study grew. My wife was tired of people on our couch. And uh, she said, we need to go out and get a building to do Bible study. And at that point, we were just going to get a building for Bible study. I fleeced God. I said, God, if this is you, um, then you're going to have to make a way. And he did. He literally had a guy come up to me out of nowhere and say, I heard you were looking for a building. And yeah, and and at the time, a brother's credit wasn't so good. (laughs) So I didn't think I was going to get the building. I asked the gentleman, hey, look, I like the building. Uh, What do I need to give to you? He says, just give me your hand and say that you want it. He placed the keys in my hand and with a handshake, uh, we did our first deal with the building. We stayed in that building for a little while. And um, I still wasn't calling myself a pastor yet. It took a time where one of the people that came to the Bible studies, Uh, introduced me to a friend and said, this is my friend, John Butcher. He's my pastor. After the guy left, I talked to my friend and said, hey, man, stop calling me your pastor. He says, you are my pastor. You pray for me. You teach me. You look out for my soul. He said, you are my pastor. And that's when it really hit me. And then we just from there, um, we just decided to change it from a Bible study to a church. By the way, I was already ordained Mm -hmm. uh, as an elder, but that was the point I went on to become a pastor from that point.
1: That's awesome. You know, one of the the best stories always starts with, I never had plans. And that usually, that person that just serves God faithfully and obediently ends up in a position to help so many people. And then the next thing you know, you turn around. It's like, how did I get here with this title? Right. And I think that's just a beautiful story because, you know, God never said, go ye in search of uh, a degree, Mm-hmm. I want you to teach the way that the university says, and you know, not knocking those that do, not at all. At, at all, uh, it's just a matter of you know, uh, everybody gets this notion that a pastor is fill in the blank, mm-hmm. right? And typically, the best pastors I know, two of which are sitting right in front of me, don't fit that mold that most people put a pastor into.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think that's why me and me and Matt are brothers. <laughs> so that that
1: leads me right to my
2: next question
1: how oh did the two of you characters end up together as best of friends so
0: me and john both were in the united states army and we went to basic training cool. together. uh fort leonard wood echo 310 uh actually this july will be 20 years, 20 years. he and i had met and uh me and John both had big personalities in basic training, but it was for two different reasons. Mine was because of my halo and my love for my fellow man and John's wasn't nearly as much.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. Uh, you know, me and John both are just born charismatic leaders and, uh, John does have a love for people. And that was true even before, uh, uh even before he got saved. And so we were both well-known in our company and, and me and him would kind of rub shoulders here and there and just where army training was we spent the better part of a year with each other from like september of or excuse me from july of 97 to june of 98 we spent all that time in training together and so you know this kind of pre internet pre cell phone and so we just we shook hands and hey i'll see you on the next life or whatever And then I think it was back in 2010. I got a friend request on Facebook on Facebook on Facebook. Hey, hey, Hey. Hey,
1: there you go. (laughs) Um,
0: I got a friend request on Facebook and you just he's the only person I've ever met in my life with the last name Butcher. Yeah. And also his charisma and his, just his persona. You never forget when you meet John butcher, it just doesn't happen that way. And so as soon as the friend request came in, I was like, John butcher, man, what's up with this guy? And, um, so I, I went to the to the friend request, I accepted it, and right away I saw his uh, post, or I saw his uh, about profile, and it said he was a pastor, and he studied suffering at Holy Ghost University. Amen. And I thought, oh my goodness, John Butcher got saved.
2: <laughs> there is a God. There, there is, is a is God. A God. I love it.
0: And uh, honestly, I, I want to say it, it was either that day or within a day or two, we messaged each other and got on the phone with each other, and we probably spent... I want to say it was a good two hours on the phone that first day, just talking. And as God would see fit, our church was, I don't know, about five or six years older than the building. What year did y'all start?
2: We started in 2009.
0: Yeah, so we're six years since we were 2003. And it was right at a point where John was just trying to move to that next level in his ministry. And he was kind of at a sticking point. He wasn't thriving. And uh, he... Thanks for the shout out. No problem. And it just so happened that we we were thriving m- m- more at that time, and so we were really able to come alongside the building. And, and God, God did something for both of us in that moment. I mean, we had some practices and procedures and paperwork that we were able to share with him to help uh, help their church get organized a little bit. But for me, uh, I really didn't have a friend in the ministry. Like I have a lot of friends, and I have a lot of acquaintances. I have a lot of people that I know, but. I never really had a friend like somebody that, uh, and, and I've got a lot of friends. I mean, Casey, you and I are great friends and I love you in pieces and I trust you with my life. There's not one thing I wouldn't trust you with. Back at you. The only difference is, is that it's just different when you're the tip of the spear. Oh, absolutely. It, it just is. And it's nothing about who you are or, 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 or it's, it's just, it's a, it's kind of like you trying to talk to somebody who's not a pilot. You can try to explain it to them. You can, ex- you can show them stuff. You can even take them up flying. But if they haven't gone through what you've gone through to get that license, they'll never fully understand. Absolutely. And, and so what, what God provided in me, uh, through John was just a, a friend that I didn't even know that I needed. And so since then, me and him, man, we're just, uh, we're able to lean on each other, and and really supernaturally, God's done something between the building and faith and victory, uh, in a way that uh, I just didn't really think possible. Uh, that our churches have just kind of become really close to each other. We call each other sister churches, and we preach at each other churches, and right. so it's it's blossomed into a fantastic uh, partnership. And oh
1: friendship. yeah, it's a wonderful a wonderful feeling to know that there's another church out there, and and you know many people probably don't understand. Uh, like i 'm glad you explained it because uh, a lot of people don 't understand that bond that you two have, and a lot of it has to do with the fact that they just don 't know the the burdens uh both worldly and spiritual that get put on the senior pastor the lead pastor of a church the the attacks you guys go through um, all for the congregation really i mean you' you put yourselves out there and to have somebody to go there and commiserate with and to lean on and in some cases cry over the phone and be like, Dude, I cannot believe this yes, is happening to us. Yes. And, and, you know, God puts those people, I mean, all the way back to the days of Moses, yep. the pastor has that simple prayer, Lord, kill me now. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. And it's <laughs> You're there for each other to help you right. through that moment. So you don't have to use that prayer. <laughs> right.
0: No, not at all. And, and what's great about the, the friendship that we have is that we're able to, Display to other pastors and other people what what benefits you get from being in relationship with another man of God that can hold you accountable that can call you on your stuff, and I think it displays to the church too what what unity can truly look like when pastors are in agreement with one another so it 's yeah. awesome. well it
1: 's it's leading from the front, which both of you do very well and it 's the fact of you know I myself, uh, as a deacon i have uh i have plenty same thing I have plenty of friends out there I'd lay down for lay down on the tracks for uh, but there's there's few that I go to specifically for problems for uh support for what I need, and it's just that connection that you have and and it's together it's the fact that you're going through the same things, yeah. It's awesome.
0: But even now, I mean, you can see that what we've done is built a friendship between our church people as well. Right. I mean, this week we've got, what, nine guys? Nine from, guys. Nine guys from Fairfield, California, that are making the the 700-mile trip to come to Faith and Victory's Men's Advance. Yeah. And that's
1: just spectacular. I mean, wh- where do you hear that happen? Seriously, where do you—and, and, you know— uh uh, we, we had mentioned earlier in our Facebook Live post, you know, Brian Lawless is in the studio. Hey, well. you can't hey. See him. hey, what's going on? There he is right <laughs> there. <laughs> Voice carries right on through. I love it. But, you know, uh, he's he's coming all the way out from Texas, and he's Texas. got a tie to both churches. And, you know, uh, anybody out there listening, next year, you sign up because you, you, you're you missing out. Definitely. I mean, it, the, a connection with guys and that— Again, this is where I love the Holy Spirit. He just he gives me lead ins right to the next question. Got, like, and you know what I
0: was thinking about Casey and I go a little off topic is that we've got to get a group of guys to come down to their advance in the fall.
1: I'm already signed up. I told you that I'm I, I, I'm joining <laughs> yeah. his entourage. Yeah, that, I'm through man, because I, a I got to get back there uh, to California. I, everybody knows I grew up down in Southern California and. You know, I I haven't been back in a long time and I got to get, I just got to get back in the sun a little bit. Come on back, man. Second of all, I just got to see this church, man. I've been hearing about it. I love hearing Pastor Butcher speak. Not as much as my pastor. Thank you.
0: It can be, he's 99. Let me be a hundred. There you go.
1: (laughs) 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 And uh, I'll tell you, it's just going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to that day already. And we're not even there yet. But uh, uh, one of the things, you know, you got a heart for men. You know, you preach at our men's event and I, I just feel that that heart for that you have to to lead men to christ to to get people more to get men more engaged where, where do you think that's coming from
2: um man i i think it's just a gift that god has given me i i am tired of seeing just men that don't want to grow up and be men i i guess that's the nicest way i can put it on family radio um yes. you know cuz when i talk to men i'm i'm raw i i just like to do that and in, in the church setting, you get guys that want to talk and get super spiritual, and then they don't deal with the natural man itself. I mean, there's some issues that men deal with that, yeah, down the road they are spiritual, but they're just some practicalities that we need to deal with. In my heart, if, if the church is going to get where it needs to get, the men have to stand up because we are the natural leaders. God created yes. us. When God said, have dominion over the earth, uh and and that that was given to Adam the man and and we should be able to have dominion and dominion not only over the earth that we stand on but the earth that we live in absolutely and and if we can't have dominion over the earth we live in, we can't have dominion over the earth we stand on, mm-hmm. and so That's my that's my whole focus with men at our church. Anytime I do counseling, whether it's marriage counseling, if there's men, I put the burden more so on the man than than the female. That's like and I do it naturally. I say God has given a man broader shoulders for a reason. And that's to carry the heavier burden. And I think uh, the word of God is true. Mm -hmm. It says when 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 the righteous rule, the people rejoice. But when the wicked are in charge, the people mourn. And that goes for our households. It goes for our churches. It goes for the world in general. But if our men would stand up and be men, kings, priests, and prophets, then we could solve a lot of issues that we have here, not just in church, not just in our homes, but in America.
1: Amen. He was about to get ready to go right there. Yeah, I know. He held it back. (laughs) (sighs) Got to leave some in the tank for this weekend. I'm saying, yeah, I don't want to unload you all today. Okay, no, no, no. (laughs) No. Um, Well— I think this is probably the best time, you know, I've been dreading this day for a long time and I just got to come clean and I got, I got to make, uh, I I just, I just got to get this out. It's been eating me up inside. And so with, with, uh, you know, to break this news to pastor Matt, I'm so glad his best friend is sitting right next to him. Did you
0: win the lottery? No,
1: no. I wish it was that. I wish it was good. Yeah, no. uh, For you. Oh, okay. Uh, But uh, unfortunately, it's gonna it's gonna hit you pretty hard. This (laughs) confession that I have to give. Okay. Uh Given that I grew up in California. Oh my gosh!
0: I see where this is going. Dang it!
1: I have to admit on radio, and I'm I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna lose some some uh, listeners, but the truth has got to come out. It's eating me up. It has to. My support, my brother, I am a 49ers fan. Don't cry. You know, remember
0: before we came into the studio, we said you had this big desk to keep you from coming across the <laughs> desk at you? You've never... You've never needed this desk more than you need it now. I always knew there was something different about him. You know, like you know, like in the news stories when they see the guys, after the guy does the crazy thing, and they interview the next-door neighbors, and they're like, well, you always seem like a nice guy. Right, right. We'd see him taking out his trash, and we always just thought that he was nice. We didn't know he was a serial killer. Yeah, we didn't know he was a 49ers fan.
2: <laughs> well, I think, I think uh, he feels a little bit better to admit it now that Whew. Kaepernick's not on the team anymore. That was actually
1: a little part of what I had to do. I well, he, had never, to he didn't
0: want to say it unless he had some physical backup in the room. Right, right. Hey, I'm, I got your back,
1: man. I got your back. I had to do it. You know, I, I brought it up uh, to Pastor Kaya when she was here for the women's retreat. I was helping cook, and uh, I, even, I even sent a threat to Pastor Butcher. I said, here, I told your wife this story. You tell Pastor Matt, I will cut you. And that was that, but you know what? I gotta, I gotta get that off of him. I gotta release him from that. Dude, I gotta release the, me. Here's release the good you.
0: news. This is a great year for you to come out at a forty as a forty nine ers fan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Two
0: and fourteen is a great, great <laughs> year hey, to come out, because hey, hey. they ain't even a threat. They ain't even on the, uh, on what, the uh, well. You know what?
1: <laughs> radar. I came back from when it was you know Joe Montana, Jerry Rice. I I, I was telling Pastor Kaya my favorite all time play. You know, he, you know, Joe Montana heaves that thing. Jerry Rice didn't even look. He just put his hands up and boom, ball was there and he was gone. Those were the days. Dude, and honestly, I don't
0: have a problem with people loving a team if they're from there. Like, if you're from California, you want to be a 49ers fan, that's fine. But I'm saying be down for your own. You know what I mean? Be Be loyal
2: to your soil. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying? (laughs) Down for yours.
0: It's like Beto over there. I mean, he's down for his Cowboys, right? (laughs)
2: Down for them
1: boys. Got my jersey in in my bag right now. See, (laughs) all right. So everybody out there, don't don't get me wrong. I love my Seahawks too, which is I get torn. I get torn some days, but uh, yeah, I feel a lot better that it's out now. All right, out the closet. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Well, I gotta tell you, I am looking forward uh, to the meds advance. Men don't retreat; we advance, and that's where we're headed. And it's going to be another another great time. I uh, always look forward. Uh, you know, this is the first year we didn't make it a secret, um, which, you know, I don't know if maybe it coincided with the announcement and then all of a sudden we're breaking 100. I don't know. I'm not going to say anything, but <laughs> definitely we thank you for that. It's
2: increased every year, man. I oh, think, yeah. you know, since I've been involved, it's grown considerably. Uh, just being around the Faith and Victory men every year, just honestly, it encourages us as the building to go back. And and, and this is some, you know, a lot of pastors don't like to admit that they copy other people, but that's the whole point. I mean, we in the world call it copying. And I think, you know, the Bible really called it discipling because Jesus yes. said, follow me. Yeah. And why can't churches help disciple other churches? And seeing what uh Pastor Matt has going on and in speaking with Pastor Jay and and, and the rest of the men and helping us out, we call we do different things. Our our, our ministries our state stay real close, and. Do it helps better the kingdom? That's yeah. kingdom mindedness. Yes. Um. And, and just like the pod, you know, the podcast, we it's called thrive. We weren't called just to survive. We weren't called to hold on. We weren't called just to make it. We were called to thrive. That God said, "I come to give yes, life amen. and life more abundantly." Abundant life comes through sharing what you've already known. Uh, Matt, when he called me one day, I'm, I'm telling you, I, I'll never forget this. And this is when when we started our, our relationship back. He's on the phone and he starts laughing. And you know, the little laugh that Matt (laughs) has. He's (laughs) laughing. And then he says, dude, we paid all kinds of money for this and you're about to get it for free. And it struck me at that point in time. Kingdom. Boom. Kingdom. What he paid for. Oh, so I'm about to start preaching. Do it. No, 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 no. no, no. What he paid for, he made sure that the next man would get for free. And that's Jesus. Yes. Because he came and paid for it so that we could live through it. And Matt did that exactly. And because he's passed stuff down to me, I've turned around and I'm able to do the same for others. The funny part about it is when you have all this information that was given to you free – and you want to share with some, man, let, let me help you out, man. My pastor friend helped me out. I want to help you out. The crazy part and the most frustrating part is when you're giving people information that will help their church, that will help them and help their people grow, they don't take the advice.
0: Mm. Why would you, and, and and it goes over both sides. Every time I go down to the building, I take something home with me. Um, I I always learned a ton of stuff from being around their, their church and reading stuff that John posts and watching his sermons. And I don't understand if there's a way for you to win. Why would you not take? Come it? on,
2: man! Exactly. Why, why do you want
0: to reinvent the wheel? Absolutely. There's there's a lot of power that comes from uh, going off of what somebody else already built. I'm not going to walk into a room and think like, oh, I can come up with nothing better than someone that's been doing it longer <laughs> than me. Yeah.
1: Hey, you know, and that's what it's all about. You know, uh, one of the big things that, uh, that me and my wife are called to is stewardship, finances. And, you know, the the, the biggest thing about, about it is it's all God's, right? We all agree on that. Well, you know, like, like you just said, you know, he paid for it and given it for free. Well, it's all God's anyway, right? Mm-hmm. Why would you not... You know, and and I, I'm not gonna call out churches or anything, but there are churches out there that they 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 have their little secrets and they keep everything under wrap. Why? Do you know? Uh, have Why? you ever? Do you know who Craig Rochelle is? Yeah, Life Yeah, dude,
0: that guy gives away everything. Yes, yeah, you can does. go to his church website and they're like, use our stuff. Don't even yes. put. Our name on it. He right. goes, put your name on it. We just want to help churches grow. They give away videos that they make for their children's ministry. They give away handouts. I mean, do they live it out? It's awesome to see. Yeah, Amen. I've heard him
1: on a couple of Dave Ramsey podcasts that they've got out there. They've got one for, for church leadership, and he's been on there a couple times. Mm-hmm. And same thing. Yeah, he's out here going, here, I'm going to give you everything we do and how we do it. Because exactly, if, if that helps one church yep. right. even get one person, right? it's totally worth it. Yeah. So. Oh, great talk. We're coming up on the end. Really appreciate you taking the time out. I know you got to get prepared for the advance. I know we're all, matter of fact, right after we hang this up, you guys are out of here. I got a whole bunch of stuff to do. So yeah. I
0: still haven't even packed. I got to go back. Uh, that's on my list
1: as well. <laughs> Thank goodness there's a packing list. All right. Well, gentlemen, I really appreciate you coming out and uh, tune in for the sermon that's coming on Sunday. Uh, title to be announced. It'll be on faithandvictory.com under the sermon uh, sermon area and I, I can guarantee you right here right now i haven't even heard it i don't even know what it's about it's gonna be
2: good See, that's pressure that's pressure and now, hey. now i gotta do good
0: john could read the phone book and people get saved that's what i'm talking about <laughs> thank you so much for coming out gentlemen thanks for having us. hey thanks
2: yeah so. man it was a, it was a blessing anyway. shout
0: out to my baby's mama
1: right. Well, again, a great conversation with Pastor Matt and Pastor Butcher. Man, the one part part about doing this show is it seems like every time we get somebody in here, it feels like it's my favorite episode. But I think it's just because we end up bringing up all these things that we love to talk about and that are so important. And one of the things we got to thinking about was something that brought up something when we first started going to the church.
0: Yeah, when we started going to Faith and Victory, at the beginning, I would be talking to Pastor Matt and I would say, oh, your church, referring to Faith and Victory Church. And he always was so quick to correct me, so quick to correct me and say, this is our church. And I think that just really speaks to how kind of what pastor butcher and pastor matt were talking about that um the kingdom mindset that this isn't just faith and victory this isn't just his church but this is the church and it's not just the building it's the church and that we are all here for the same purpose and um it kind of just makes me think about that and just about the sort of ownership versus rental mentality that um are you a owner? Are you vested in the church? Are you vested in the in the kingdom, or are you just renting?
1: Absolutely, and a lot of people need to stop renting their pew. They need to stop renting their seat, and they mm-hmm. need to start owning it. Not in the sense of I'm never going to move, yeah, but they need to realize that. Yeah, you know what? When you see something, fix it. You know, if it's something simple, pick up that trash, pick up that water bottle. Uh, you know, if if something's broken. Just take it upon yourself and fix it if it's easy, or or find out how you can how you can help out. Absolutely, it's a we we're, we're all in this together, and when yeah. we all have that mentality, then things are going to go a lot smoother, and we're all going to get along a lot better. Yeah, and that's tomorrow's minute. that was a great episode, another one. I'm loving this. I'm having a great time. It felt so good to be back in the studio putting one of these together for you. On the horizon, man, I got quite a list of people coming in. You are going to have some great episodes coming up. I'm really looking forward to getting these to you. We got our daily devotions should be out in a couple of weeks. Uh, Right now, we've secured a new website, thrivepodcast.org. And that will currently take you to our existing website. But in the future, we've got some new stuff coming on there that you'll really enjoy, a new look. In the meantime, go ahead and give us an email, podcast at thrivepodcast.org, at Thrive Podcast, both on Twitter and Facebook. Let me know what you think. Give me some feedback. Let me know what you like. Let me know what you didn't like. I know it's hard to hear that kind of stuff, but I need to know. I want to make this show to glorify God for goodness sakes, it's baked right into the name, right? Bringing glory to God. I want to make sure I'm doing that and that people are getting something out of that. That's what God has called me to do. And I want to make sure that we're getting it done. Keep your eye out. Uh, We release everything on Facebook and Twitter and you'll get the latest and greatest episodes coming up. In the meantime, I want you guys all out there to enjoy the wonderful weather that we're having while we have it. And as always, make sure you are bringing glory to God. Have a blessed week.